0: On this episode of the podcast, Andy and I talk about the differences between a passion and a purpose and how to distinguish between them. We also discuss whether it is possible to have multiple purposes over the course of your life and our own relationships with the two. I hope you enjoy. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Pit Stop number nine. Um, Today we have Andy Newen back. How are you doing, Andy? So good. So good to be back, too. This is like my
1: third time back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Um, I I think uh, three now. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I love it, man. Thank you for having me back. Yeah, of course. The last one we did uh, talking about death actually has uh, has spoken to a lot of people, which is really cool and uh, glad that we were able to get into, into that topic. So, um, yeah,
1: it's a big topic. Uh, I actually ended up blasting that podcast out to a bunch of people in my network and uh, it allowed people to have a deeper inquiry about a topic that's, you know, it's usually kind of a narrow minded viewpoint, right? Like one angle. Um, but yeah,
0: it was a great conversation. Yeah. And I think, I think that's so important with topics like that, where, you know, you're, it's, you're told almost it's wrong to go outside of that, that, um, lane. Right. And so widening that up and having those different angles, I think, um, is just healthy for people to do in a lot of different topics.
1: Yep. Yeah, totally agree. Like the topic we're going to get
0: into today. <laughs> yes. And so, um, today we're going to be talking purpose. Um, what it kind of means to us finding it, people that are having trouble and the nuances between purpose and passions and Mm -hmm. if they're the same thing or if they're different. Um, and so I guess the first question that that I have for you on your opinion is why do you think some people struggle so much to find a purpose in -hmm. their life? And some people, it seems like they know it, you know, almost from the moment they're born.
1: Yeah. I love that question. I think that's for some people that struggle, I think uh, the struggle comes in is when we, we treat or we tell a story around purpose being a destination or something that they need to achieve. Right. And the moment we say that we are automatically saying that it is way over there. How do I get there? Mm. Right. Okay. And that's, that's kind of tough, right. To treat, to treat purpose as this like called the Holy grail of, of sorts. And, and on the, on the other end of things, people who, you know, have this maybe relationship with purpose in a little bit more of a lighter, more flowy way, I believe that they don't see purpose as a destination or something to achieve. I think they see purpose as a, a way of life, you know, a
0: way of being like, how can I be purposeful? Right. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah, I like that a lot, actually. And um, I hadn't thought of it like that before, right? Is because Uh, a lot of times, you know, when when you hear purpose, or at least when I hear purpose, I think of achieving something, mm -hmm. right? It's more (laughs) of like a goal or, and like you said, that that end point rather than, um, yeah, living it day in and day out. So that's that's super interesting, actually, and a really good way to look at it.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I think it's deeply rooted in... um at least Western culture of of you know getting a career, getting a job, am I winning or am I losing in life, um, you know like getting more like this consumerism uh, mentality it embedded in the Western culture around you know I am successful if i have if I achieve more, and mm-hmm. so I think that narrative has something to do with that uh purpose uh that word purpose and it i also feel like that word purpose is it's become very trendy yeah trendy and it it's becoming to it's getting to a point where i feel like um, because it's so trendy people just kind of see it for what it is on the surface and they aren't going any deeper with it which is why we're having this conversation man we're going deeper
0: with that with that word purpose yeah very very interesting and I guess, again, another one then, too, of breaking it down of do you think that a purpose, like, somebody can only have one purpose or can they have multiple?
1: Yeah, I love that, man. I I think that, I think people can have multiple purposes. I think it's more, I think it's less burdening if we can just be with one at a time, right? Be Like, truly be with one at a time. Um, and, and that brings me to something that you said earlier around like the nuances between purpose and passion is I think with passion, I think we can have multiple passions, right. But in one given chapter or season in our life, I think there is one umbrella of, you know, purpose for us in that season. Whereas to try to take on like five or six different purposes that could be very burdening or burdensome for, for an individual. For sure a
0: lot, you know yeah, yeah. and I, I like how you said that of almost the umbrella for a season or a chapter right yeah. of you can do a lot of different things and it being more of the overarching idea that's guiding you and then once you move on to a new chapter a new season you know that umbrella can change exactly and so
1: um may i give an example yeah of course yeah so an example is like for for, for i work with a lot of men i'm a coach for men and i, I work with a lot of gentlemen and uh, some of the guys that I work with are fathers, and some of them are like new, new to fathering, fatherhood as well. And one of the things that they struggle with is, you know, I have a career and a job, and I'm a, now I'm also a father. What is my purpose? And I think there's a misconception. There's a misconception that purpose is directly tied to a career or a job, and it doesn't have to be. I want to like just debunk that right now. It does not have to be tied to a job or career. I think that's one way of looking at it. And I think it could be, but that's not the only way. And for some new fathers, Hey, maybe in this chapter for the next two years, your purpose is to be a great father. Yes. You have a job. Yes. You have a career. Yes. You're starting a business, but let's just say the highest priority for your energy and your time is to be a good father. And that's your purpose in this season.
0: I like, I like that a lot. And I guess even the idea that, you know, again, almost debunking that thought that your purpose has to take a hundred percent of your energy, right? That if it's your real purpose, a hundred percent, every single second of the day you're, you're working towards it, or you're doing it yes. where it's more of that, you know, that I guess I would call it target or, you know, what's, what's dictating what you're doing and not necessarily every single little minute detail
1: exactly yeah well said
0: love that and um and so kind of digging into those of the nuances of the passions versus your purpose how would you say you know what what are some other nuances and how do you distinguish one because a lot of times you know when somebody is feeling lost or they don't know what to do and it comes up a ton with you know professionally if I don't know what to what I want to do for a job or a career um, you know a lot of times you're told well what are you passionate about you know follow your passion right and just thinking about it now and what you were saying right of you know sometimes those can get confused of they hear passion and they automatically think well that's gonna be my purpose and so how do you <laughs> how would you distinguish between those two? First of all I love this conversation
1: <laughs> <laughs> And that for, I would say it's so important because you're right. Like people think those two things are actually the same and they're, they're not, they're actually very different. However, they work together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They work together. So I would say I'll start with passion. I would say uh, passion are things that we love the things that we feel joy um, participating in. Right. I, you know, whereas I think purpose is more connected uh, with what you stand for in life, what your, what your values are, what your principles. are, principles are in life right what kind of problem what are some problems you want to solve in this world right it's something you stand for right so for for example and this is how they could be connected okay um let's just use uh you know a random character let's call him stephen stephen is passionate about travel right um, however, you know, if he were just to be like, Hey, you know, like I'm passionate about travel, how do I make travel my purpose? Maybe I'll start a hostel or maybe I'll start a travel company or, you know what I mean? And the thing about passion is that yes, they are things that we love. However, they're connected with our interests more than they are connected with our, uh, what we stand for and who we are as a person, like deep down inside. And the thing about passions, though, uh, there's passions are fleeting. Like we can have a very high interest in one thing one year and then next year we can have another passion for something else. And that other thing might have just kind of dissipated, right? And so what if you started a a, a frickin' business or something uh around around travel? Steven started a business around travel, you know, he hits a roadblock. in in business because that, that happens, (laughs) you know, as you, as you know, you know, fellow business person, you know, you hit roadblocks is the thing about a passion. And if you hit a roadblock is you're, it's a lot easier for you to just throw everything in, throw like throw the towel in be like, ah, no. Right. Whereas if if it's something that you're purposeful about when you hit roadblocks, because you stand for it so deeply inside of your core, you're going to, you're going to have that extra, um, call it fire or extra level of resiliency mm-hmm. behind, uh, behind purpose, right? Um, how they are connected. And this is just my own personal story now is I did like when I was 24 and I started my first company, uh, it, was a, it was a t-shirt brand. Yeah. I followed my passion. I did. I followed something that I was passionate about. And if I were to look back in time and connect the dots, Right. It's something that Steve Jobs says, you know, you look, don't look, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You connect the dots looking backwards. And when yeah. I did that exercise of like connecting the dots looking backwards, I realized that yes, I followed my passion. The t-shirt company doesn't exist anymore. However, it kind of set me up on a path where I began to feel more intentional and more purposeful on how I was living day to day. Okay. See? Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm rambling a little bit now, but that's kind of <laughs> like... That's kind of like the, I feel
0: like the, the discerning point between passions and purpose. Yeah, no, okay. for sure. That makes, that makes a ton of sense. And I guess the question that I have coming out of that is in your opinion, do you think that some people's purpose they are not passionate about? Woo. That's a really good question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. And I guess like more when I when I think about that, where that question's coming from is, you know, people that are driven to do, um, you know, to put others first or to completely sacrifice themselves to a cause. Um, or, you know, yeah, you know, maybe it is something that they don't necessarily enjoy, but they're either driven out of necessity to do it or some sort of, you know, call it quote unquote calling. But they don't necessarily enjoy it. It's not necessarily their passion, but it is their purpose.
1: Yeah, I, I love I love what you said there, and you know, you just sharing what you did just now kind of also triggered a thought in me too. Is that I think with passion is more about us, mm-hmm. purpose is more about others. And I know that's kind of like a a really generalized statement, but I feel that if you were to if we were to look at it from the macro point of view, it's like yeah, like. Passions about like what I love, what I, what I like, what makes me feel good. Whereas purpose is like, okay, it's rooted in what I stand for. However, this is not about me right now. Yeah. Like, like take that, um, Stephen fatherhood example, right? Mm Used It's like, no, like it's about my family.
0: Yeah. About my family. Yeah, for sure. And I think the thing that stuck out most for me while you were talking was, you know, the point of almost passion is something that you enjoy doing. Right. And it's, again, going back to that, like, for you, that it's just enjoyable. Right. And, you know, the purpose gives you that extra drive to step over those obstacles. Right. But When you hit the obstacles and it's just a passion, if it's not enjoyable anymore, then why keep doing it? Right. But if it's your purpose, you know, you're, you're driven to get over that, to achieve it, to work towards it. So I love that. And I I have to say, too, I had (laughs) I felt like I had a lot more thoughts on this and then your opening statement of purpose isn't necessarily the end goal kind of threw me for a loop. And so I'm still trying to work that out in my brain, but. Yeah, well, I would love to still navigate
1: what you had um, what you had kind of like pre-thought out too, uh, because we can, we can get into
0: that, right? Yeah, I think it was even more so just the idea of like trying to find that endpoint to work toward. Mm -hmm. right and more switching it of you know if if I had and I guess I wouldn't even call it purpose necessarily but um this is a question and a topic that I ask everyone that comes on right Mm. it's about passion it's about purpose because it's something that I've struggled with so much Mm -hmm. right um and I mean a big one that that still kind of comes that that's still true is I find it very hard to know your purpose or know know your passion if you can't actually, let's say, live life for yourself or you can't take that um, outside view on yourself. Yes, right? totally. And, and leaving room for yourself. And like for me personally, where that came in is, um, you know, the last couple of months, um, called the last six months with all these big changes in my life, I've found it I have found more clarity in my own brain. And one of the biggest reasons being is because before that, it had always been living my life for other people, right? Of, Mm -hmm. you know, um, trying to impress them or trying to um, show my worth to them and always putting them first. And now that I'm putting myself first a little bit and going, well, what do I actually like doing just for me? not for anybody else and it was completely unknown territory and i still have no idea what i'm doing and walking around in the dark right but i'm i'm getting closer now so yeah
1: you know i feel like a a really good approach for for somebody to identify what passion or what purpose means to them let's just say that right it's like instead of asking ourselves what is my purpose yeah We, we can ask ourselves like you know what does that mean to me? Let's start there. Like, what does that mean to me? Uh, I think another really good question. And it's, I kind of mentioned earlier about like what we stand for is like, ask yourself that, like, what do I stand for in this life, in this life right now in this moment, right? Not 10 years from now, not 10 years ago, like yeah. today, today, what do I stand for? What are my values? And that's really good. That's a really good platform to be in in order to live a more purposeful life if we can use purpose as a verb more, uh, versus a noun, mm-hmm. I think that's great. I think that's a great start yeah. right? to wake up in the morning and be like, okay, how can I be purposeful today in my life? What are some small things? Do I need to be more present? Do I need to keep my word? Uh, do I, you know, you know what I mean? Do I need to build out a schedule? Do I not do I need to relax? Like what, a, what I want to, how do I want to be more purposeful today? I think that's a really good question. It's a lot to do with the inner work. And it is tied and tethered to what you just shared around. It, it's got to be, you know, it's got to be something about you first, you know, making sure
0: that you're covered, right? And not, not doing it for others. Yeah, for sure. And so do you remember when you started asking yourself those questions of what do I stand for? And even now today, like, are there some specifics that you can share?
1: Yes, I can. Um, I would, I'm going to go back in time a little bit to uh, when I had that clothing company. Mm -hmm. And I can't even like pinpoint an exact time or date where I started having these feelings, but we were selling a bunch of these clothes. The the clothing company was doing so well. We were doing a bunch of pop-up shops. People were loving the clothing and all that stuff. And something like dawned on me and a question that popped in my head was, okay, we're selling all these clothes. Um, but what is like, how is this in service truly? Mm. Okay. You know, like maybe it was, you know, People got a new t-shirt, they were inspired by a really cool design. But I, I felt like it was incomplete. I felt like there it, it wasn't, you know, there's something missing there in that thing in that t-shirt. And so that that was how my next company started, um, called Playfields. It's a jewelry brand that had a social mission. So the question I had was like, how can I operate my a business, utilize the skills that I have developed and know, which was uh, like designing, manufacturing, uh, importing, exporting goods, right? Yeah. And like, how do I use that skill set and also give back in some sort of way? Do do something like not letting the transaction just end at uh, someone getting a new T-shirt. How can we how can we extend that transaction and add two or three more layers to it? And yeah. those your layers look like um, a donation to um, a local charity that fed kids, provided lunches, uh, that extra transaction led to running volunteer groups multiple times a year so that people can come into the kitchen and make help make the lunches for those kids. Yeah. Um, Yeah. and like, it just to like, how can we expand this thing? Um, and it really, it it felt really good to me because it was more that business model was more around who I was as a person, not the business itself. And who I was becoming in that season was I was becoming a person that wanted to be more conscious about consumerism. Yeah. That was in me, like business aside, that was me. I wanted to be more conscious about consumerism. I didn't want, uh, I didn't want transactions to just end with a a purchase. Right. Yeah. And then the result of that is a company that stood for a social mission.
0: Very cool. And it, like, it, it talks, it speaks a lot to me on this notion of being selfish to be selfless.
1: <laughs> right? I love it.
0: Yeah. Right? And it's, it's something that I'm still trying to work out in my brain of exactly how to communicate it. But, um, you know, of, by you not feeling fulfilled, right. With it just being transactional. And you getting fulfillment from helping others, you know, you're doing it for yourself to feel fulfilled, but at the same time that is helping others, right. And, and not, you know, not demonizing or feeling bad or trying to hide the fact that really, you know, you are doing it for your own fulfillment just as much as you're doing it for other people.
1: Yeah. I love that. And there's also this aspect if we're to go like even like one layer deeper, there's also this aspect of like, you know, I'm doing this to, to be, to feel, to live a fulfilled life. And then the result of that is, uh, is other people being fulfilled. Um, so that's one way. And then there's another layer of like, uh, I'm going to do this. So I feel fulfilled because I feel, I feel a lack in my self worth or something. Yeah. like There's another difference there. It's like, yes. what is your intention with, with, with wanting
0: to give back to be fulfilled, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah, and, and almost that, that internal versus external, right? Are you doing it really inside because you feel it inside that you want to fulfill yourself and feel good or are you doing it to prove that you're a good person to other people, right? That's exactly it. Yeah.
1: I've had to have that conversation with my business partner with Playfield you know, and it was a healthy conversation. It wasn't that we were trending in that direction around yeah. like needing that approval. Uh, but it was a good, it's a good conversation to have to keep our ego in check. It's like, Hey, okay, okay. We're two years in, why are we really doing this? Why are we continuing this right now? Let's yeah.
0: just stay on the path. Right. So, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, Very awesome. cool. yeah. Um, and I guess even going and bringing it back to myself too, as well, of, Um, how that's been working in my life is I have felt myself almost pulling back the amount of space that I've made available to others to work on myself for the last little while. Mm. Right. And so that I can increase that overall space that I will have for the rest of my life. And I've felt it just in the last couple of days, just, um, like just by by chance, you know, I've had a couple of people reach out to me that I haven't talked to in a little while, and either going through through something and um, whatever it might be, but giving that space in a different way as well, and mm-hmm. them actually feeling the difference of this is different, right? Or you're breaking a pattern, or just that you know, like they were glad that they reached out to me and thanked me for. You know for being there whatever it might be but it's just it's because i was able to pull back to you know you know we say a lot is fill my own cup right totally. um so that i'm better able to help them
1: yeah it's like it's that uh, it's that air mask analogy in the airplane It's like i would be doing you a disservice if i'm not if i'm not treating myself with the same love that i want to give you yeah for sure. That's so key. It's so key. Like I need to love myself as much as I love you. Yeah. I I need to give to myself as much as I get, I'm giving to you. Yeah. Uh, a really beautiful saying that uh that I've heard before was you know, don't give from uh don't give from your cup, give from the overflow. Oh, I like that. Fill your cup and as it's overflowing, give from the overflow. I really like that, yeah. Give from the overflow.
0: Yeah. It's not mine. It's not my saying. I'm not yeah, gonna take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's saying though. For sure. Uh-huh. Um, and I guess going back to this, you know, conversation that we were talking about a little bit earlier of, you know, having that almost umbrella, you know, that purpose for that chapter of your life. Um, I guess another challenge on it would be do you, if if that purpose does change, do you yeah. think that means that it wasn't your, you know, true purpose? or can you have multiple, you know, actual true purposes, you know, bringing you closer towards that, you know, one or are they actually completely different?
1: I think it's completely different. You know, I don't think there's just one purpose. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves if we continue or if we're stuck on the story of there's only one purpose that we need to like get to Mm -hmm. or, you know, arrive at. And, you know, that's a lot of pressure. I, I would say that the true purpose is the one that you're currently in. And then, and then if the purpose shifts and changes, just trust that that purpose has been fulfilled. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then the next purpose that eventually falls in your lap on how you are and how you be and, and what you stand for in that season, that's your true purpose. Then it's because at the end of the day, think about who we are, right? Like we're, we are always changing. Yeah. Well, the Jared 10 years, like the, like when, he, when Jared was 18, is different than the Jared now. The Andy that was 21 is different than Andy now. And so we have to be able to allow our purposes and our passions to to flow and ebb, to ebb and flow with us and who we are and how, how we evolve.
0: Cool. I like that. I like yeah. That.
1: yeah. It's, it's, like it's a lot of less, it's just a lot of less
0: pressure. Yeah. And,
1: and I, we're it, it, not hanging on to old things.
0: Yeah. It seems to be a little bit of a a theme, which I, I really like is, uh, is taking the pressure off of it. Yes. And I think that's huge of taking the pressure off of finding your purpose, taking the pressure off of finding your passion and just letting it be. Because once you try to force it, it makes it exponentially harder to find.
1: Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like I would say, I would say my purpose last year mm-hmm. was to, to, un, to unlearn, to learn. That was a really big purpose of mine. I needed to unlearn a lot of old things that I've carried with me around relation, like old, old stories and narratives around relationships uh, around mental health and all that stuff that I needed to unlearn. Cause it wasn't, it was, it served a purpose before. Yeah. And that purpose has ended and it, it was just, it's outdated. We're carrying old things with us. Right. If we want to get a little bit deeper here, for example, is like the work that we, that I do uh, at the Kings of hearts. Yeah we talk about this a lot, um, not purpose specifically, but we talk about old narratives and stories and, and masks, you know, you've heard the term, like we yeah. had different masks on. Right. And here's, here's the reality of it is, um, let's, I'm just going to use an example of the let's call it the stoic mask, right? Okay. Let's say the stoic mask is a mask that we had to put on when we were young, uh, and living in an abusive, um, childhood with our parents we had to, we had to, for our own defense, we had to put on a stoic mask yeah. and masks served a purpose in that season for us. Right? Yeah. However, growing up now, let's say that individual has done a ton of work, has done healing. They're not living, they're not in a, um, a toxic environment anymore, but they're still wearing that, that stoic mask. That mask is doing more harm than good. Uh, and we got to know when, thing, when purposes are done and we have to take things off or let things go and, and just be like, return to gratitude and be like, thank you, mask, for serving the purpose in that time. Your job
0: now is done. Thank you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. And I, I think it's changing that relationship a little bit more, too, of, you know, sometimes those masks were required. Right. And a lot of times they were, um, the problem becomes once your circumstances have changed, you continue to wear them. Right. And like you are saying of, you know, learning to unlearn what you, you know, what you've had in the past. Yeah. I, yeah. That I haven't thought about it that way before, but it, it makes a ton of sense.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. Unlearn to learn, meaning, meaning like to let go so that new things can arrive. Yeah. Unlearn to learn. Yeah. Because like if we're carrying old, let's call it old purposes with us. Yeah. There's there's not going to be a lot of room for new purposes. Right. So another really good start for someone who's asking themselves, how can I be more purposeful or what is my purpose? Right. it's like, if you're asking that in your life, I would start by asking you what have you not let go of? Mm. And can you let go of those
0: first? Yeah. That's a good start too. Now, what about people that don't have that self-awareness that aren't able to look at themselves and go this is what i'm still holding on to mm-hmm. what do you have any yeah any um strategies on how how to help those people
1: yeah totally i would say I, and i'm always gonna say this and you know meditation and journaling it's like a self-practice for them to do um hire a coach uh, or a mentor, uh, the, the people that literally their sole job is to help guide you, like literally my, my career at this moment. Yeah. Um, and, and, or I would say, and not just, or, and it's always the and factor, uh, find, find people to surround yourself with who are already doing the work, who are already asking themselves the, the meaning full questions, the deep questions, find someone who's asking themselves, what do I stand for? Or what do I need to let go of? Hang around with those people because you can learn together.
0: Yeah. yeah, all of it. One that i found, um, I think has been extremely helpful too, is, you know, in our men's group is having those relationships as well, where, you know, the people around you are able to tell you the truth And point out your blind spots and you know that they're not doing it with an ulterior motive right you know they're not pointing you know out your imperfections to make them feel better about themselves or because they actually don't like you or whatever it might be you know that these people around you love you care about you and um are doing it out of love but at the same time they feel safe enough to actually point these things out to you because they know that it'll be better for you in the long run than to continue on where everybody else sees it, but they don't want to hurt your feelings.
1: Exactly. I always say a good rule of thumb is if the, if the feedback or if the pill is hard to swallow, that means it's meant for you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If it's it's hard to swallow, be a little, find some, some part of you that could be more open to that, that truth that you're receiving from your men's group or your community or your coach. Right. And that's another thing about coaches is like, in men's group is like, they're going to tell you what you need to hear and not what you want to hear.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I think, I think the other side of that too is something I believe it was you actually that brought it up was, um, trying something on, you know, almost like a t-shirt of trying it on and then deciding if you like it or if you don't. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, almost using that strategy for maybe people that you aren't as close with. Right. You know, when, Uh, somebody even, you know, gives you a compliment or trying to bring you down of, you know, trying it on. Is there any truth to this? You know, how does it feel? And then like, yes, I can accept that and take the positive or the criticism from it and accept that or discard it, right? And not let it, you know, bug you um, and, you know, kind of stick with you affecting you for you know days or weeks or months um if it's not true
1: yep and i, I love that and like you and you really gotta tr- you really gotta let that shirt land a bit yeah. wear it you know when like literally when you go to the clothing store and you try a new shirt on you don't just put it on for like half a second go, like, yeah no you like you put it on you look in the mirror you're like okay sure. hey, well do i like the length how does it yeah. fit on the shoulders like what does the material feel like on my skin like same thing with feedback, like really sit with it. I love what you said. Like, you know, ask yourself, is this true? Yeah. Can that be true? Is there something I'm not seeing here that they can see? Yeah. Uh, And if it doesn't jive with you, it's not, it's not a bad thing to be like, you know what? Thank you for the feedback.
0: I bow to you. Um, It just doesn't align for me right now. Yeah. 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 Very cool. And so bringing it back to passions. So again, you know, very, very difficult, thing a lot of times is find your passion, follow your passion when, you know, you might not know what it is, right? And so breaking that down of, in your opinion, do you think a passion is something that just clicks right away? Like as soon as you start doing it, you know, like that you love it or, you know, can it grow, right? Can it, can it develop into a passion over time? Yeah, I would say,
1: uh, I would say if, it, if it's lingering in your mind uh, and you can't stop thinking about it and it brings you so much joy thinking about it, that's a passion. Yeah. Whereas if it, if, it, if it just like clicks with you right away, and you're like, oh my God. this is I would say that's probably more just of like um, uh, a temporary interest. Yeah. However, that temporary interest can manifest into a passion, right? I would say the more that we can be aware of, of our emotional body, the the more, the easier it is for us to distinguish between an interest, a passion, or a purpose. Yeah. Because it really is tethered into how we feel, how we feel, right? I would say a purpose is is less fiery. You know, when I think passion, I think like very fiery. It's like, oh my God, you know, whereas a purpose is very grounded. It's like, you know, like through the good days, through the bad days, this is it. Like, I'm going to stick this through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sucks at the moment, but I'm committed to this, this mission of mine.
0: Yeah. Whether
1: whether it's fatherhood or whether it's business or whether it's a relationship or whether it's whatever, yeah, motherhood, right? It's like, it's very grounded and interest is kind of like, oh, that's, that's cool. It's, you know, it's very just like skimming off the surface.
0: Yeah. And just while you're talking, the idea of bringing duration into it actually really landed for me Mm -hmm. of you can enjoy something a ton and love doing it for a week right and you know or you can kind of enjoy something and have it slowly grow and grow and grow where you do it more but bringing that duration into it of how long does it hold your interest right
1: yeah you know like you know we, we, we can take this analogy and apply it to relationships and whatnot as well right it's like you know, at the beginning of many relationships, it's going to be fiery, right? Think, yeah. Okay, actually, let's start with like, you first meet somebody and they ca- catch your eye. Interest. Yeah. Right? Um, there's still something a little bit more there. You can't get your mind off of it. You, you approach this person, you hang out with them, go on a few dates, start something. Honeymoon phase, fiery, passion, yeah. right? Yeah. Now the passion can, the fire can just just dissipate and that can just be what it is a fiery uh you know relationship of sorts or you can start begin you know that fire will taper off and then you begin to have this more of a grounded relationship with its ups and its downs and you start feeling uh you start seeing uh those other person that person for other other aspects of them and you begin to learn from each other it's not easy but you're sticking it out yeah right yeah um I'm generalizing this, but, and I've never even said this before ever. It's just kind of coming to me right now, but that's a really good analogy too,
0: right? For sure. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, And so I I asked you this a couple months ago when you were, when you were on the first time, Uh, you know, what is your, what is your passion and what is your purpose? And I was just curious um, if that's developed over time and what it is right now. Yeah. I
1: love that, man. I'll start with passions. So uh, some of my passions right now are, I've always been passionate about the mountains. You know, the mountains provide a lot of lessons for me uh, of who I am and what I'm, what I'm capable of. And also just the, you know, having that relationship with mother nature. I'm very passionate about that. I'm very passionate about European soccer. You see what I mean? It's like, you can have many passions, right? Um, I'm passionate about about men's mental health, right? Yeah. Um, I would say my purpose, though, uh, in this season of mine is to continue to deepen my relationship with myself so that I can lead the way for other men to go deep within themselves. Love that. However, however that looks, whether it's, and here's a here's beautiful thing, is when you have a purpose, it's very umbrella-like. It's not, a, it's not singular. It's yeah. not, it's not linear. Right. It's not linear. And so I could be, you know, I could be doing a, a speaking engagement um, at a high school. Uh, it has nothing to do with my business. Right. Yeah. I can do a speaking engagement and I could be helping these, let's say young teenage boys learn about mindfulness. Cool. I'm gonna do that. Uh, a men's group opportunity comes up on Monday nights. Awesome that feels right. That's aligned. My inner compass is like, yeah, that's, that's aligned with my inner purpose right now. Yeah, Boom. It's cause of what, it's what I stand for. I stand for deepening. I stand for learning and uncovering all parts of ourselves, the good, the bad, the beautiful, the ugly. Yeah. Um, however that looks, however that shows up. So it's not singular, right?
0: Yeah. I love that. And it, it almost brings it back to the beginning of, you know, your career doesn't have to be your purpose. No, right. No. And having that purpose can show up in all areas of your life. It can show up in your career and at multiple jobs, right? Not just one, it can show up in your personal life. It can show up with your friends, with your family. Um, yeah. So I, I love that.
1: Here's, here's one more example is, um, in this past couple of weeks, I've had two of, uh, two guy friends of mine in my life, um, reach out to me because they're having suicidal thoughts. Yeah again, has nothing to do with my career or my, my job or, or my passions or anything. But this, this fell into my lap uh, the past couple weeks. And there was this inner knowing of mine to be like, when are you free? Let's get together. Let's go for a walk. Yeah. Right? Like that to me is like being so in alignment with some sort of a mission in my life right now. Yeah. However that shows up. However that shows up and you know how companies have like a mission statement. Yeah. I want my goal is to, to have, to get everybody that I know at least to have their own personal mission statement. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think that's to have that and not, not to be attached to it Mm -hmm. because and can change and evolve, but to at least know what my, what is my mission statement in this season of my life? opens so many doors and opportunities, uh, for you, for us to, to get a little bit more connected with purpose.
0: Yeah. Going back to that guiding principle that you're able to base your decisions on 100. And I guess just, just touching on what you're, what you're saying there. And, um, you know, as I, as I said earlier, I've been exploring a ton of just trying to find out what my passions actually are, what my purpose are, is, sorry and mental health has been a huge one right and I think the most eye-opening thing for me has been making it personal and what I mean by that of the people around me that I, I care about and finding you know finding out just how much some people are struggling and not telling anybody right yeah. that just how real it is and how you know how many people have suicidal thoughts how you know people that seem fine you know you look at them oh they're strong you know they're they're driven or they're happy and finding out you know that you really don't know what's going on under the surface with anybody and um yeah and you know trying to expand my knowledge on that and trying to see if i can help anybody and how i can help and how i can be ready to help if that moment presents itself so love that um, man yeah thank you for
1: sharing that with me you know like maybe we could get you on like uh as a guest speaker at the kings of hearts events or something soon sure yeah that'd be amazing if that's something if mental health is something that you stand for and it sounds like it you yeah know, let's you know let's open some doors right and literally it's that's that
0: is coming out of you just sharing that with me thank you for that yeah boom we'll talk awesome all right um so that's, that's all I have for you today. Is there anything that we didn't touch on any kind of parting thoughts on purpose or passion that you want to say?
1: Yeah, I kind of want to just bring it back to something practical for people.
0: Yes, for sure.
1: You know, I think these conversations are amazing. And I think that if we close on a note of what people can do coming out of it, it will leave them a, a, a little bit more complete. I would say, you know, yeah. again, you know, my mission, right, is to help people deepen, right? But if, if, if we just leave it at a conversation, it keeps people in their head just thinking about it, which is great, but how do we deepen? Okay, so let's find some actionables or something that they can do. That's yeah. a deepening, right? Yeah. And so I want people to, uh, whoever's listening right now, I want them to get a sheet of paper or something out, a pen. And I, write, I want you to write down these three questions that you can ask yourself uh, this week. And the first question is, what do I stand for? What do I stand for in this life? And if I don't know, if you don't know, how do I, how do I go about finding out what I stand for? Right. And we we talked about this earlier, coach men's group, community journaling, start writing and meditating. Right. Um, The second question that I want people to ask is how could I be more purposeful today? Today, when your eyes open in the morning, when your alarm clock goes off, you know, you sit up, take a deep breath, ask yourself, first of all, ask yourself, what am I feeling grateful for? That's the first thing. Second thing is, how got to be more purposeful today in, in, in whatever I'm doing, right? Yeah. Even if it's, I'm relaxing today, can you be more purposeful with relaxing? AKA, can I be fully in relaxing without being distracted? It can be as simple as that and then the other question that i want people to ask and not maybe not daily but kind of like an ongoing thing is what's my intention what's my intention with with what i'm deciding to do what's my intention with the phone call that i said yes to what's my intention with uh with deciding to go for a 30 minute walk by myself in nature it's great that you go and do that but let's add another layer to it what's my intention i think to create a a consistent relationship with those three questions on an ongoing basis will get you a lot closer to feeling purposeful in your life.
0: I love that. Yeah, Yeah. They're super helpful. And it's something that like you personally have helped me a ton with, uh, of getting out of my head. Right. And, you know, dropping into it. And we say dropping into your body as well, but you know, really just taking action on it and how important the action part is. Um, in conjunction with thinking about it.
1: Yeah, the intention and the action.
0: Yeah, and um, just to share with you, like my, my two big p- takeaways from this was, one, um, right at the beginning there, of your purpose is not a destination, right? It's not an end goal. It's the difference between having an end goal and having a purpose. And the second one is just taking the pressure off right? Mm. And I realize now that I've subconsciously, that's what I've been doing, but I've never put it to words of so just taking the pressure off of finding purpose, finding passion, whatever it might be. And, um, you know, being mindful of it, but not forcing it.
1: Yeah. I love that, man. My, my takeaway, uh, from this uh, conversation with you today, uh, was the line that you used. It was, uh, selfish to be selfless. Right. I think, I think uh, it's easy to label certain words with the negative uh, a connotation or antagonize a certain word like being selfish
0: yeah um, but it's not all that bad if your yeah. intentions are are clear yeah yeah thank you for that and thanks for being on and as always it's a pleasure and we'll connect soon yeah. right yeah i would love to be on again soon okay yes is, of
1: course these are awesome awesome thanks again all right Well oh, man bless you all right
0: Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. It really would mean the world to me if you liked and subscribed to the podcast, as well as leaving a review to let us know what you thought. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.